Um, we're very efficient getting ready for today's show. Very efficient. Yeah. Straight no into time it. was wasted Straight into it. Yeah. at all. <laughs> well, Stephen will t- not be home whole, at the time you thought you were going <laughs> We took a whole 10 minutes putting this show together. Just the show part. What about the gibbering in between that went on? Yeah, well, you know. Also. That's what happens. A lot of nuts. Yeah. Righty. Peanuts, apparently, I'm all in on. Cashews are a yes. Almonds are a yes. Maybe not. You've never had a peanut before? I don't know. You've been called a peanut a few times. I'm worried that I'm now going to become the guy that eats the nuts when they hand them out on a plane. You don't do that? No. I don't oh know. My God. You can expand that your away horizons, from me. mate. So when do they offer you to virgin have offer your nuts, do they? You know, like oh, when, when you're, you're on United and stuff, yeah. 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 There's, always, little, little, there's always almonds. Yeah. It's like almonds, cashews. There's cashews I in just, it. You th- like cashews. Mate, cash- I just thought they were nuts. Cashews are the ones I didn't that look know like there were multiple types of nuts. Cashew looks like a little banana. That's, that's my go to. Visual reference. That's you like my the go-to. cashews, eh? You like them. Yeah. Is there no other nut that could be confused with a cashew? No. Because I don't want to get I don't want to grab some <laughs> horseshoe nut and find out that it's <laughs> some weird horseshoe thing. Horseshoe nut, no. That's the it's only It's more one, of a mate. horseshoe than a banana. It's it's yeah, well it's not quite as it doesn't form a U shape. It's more pretty more, close more some more of like those. Banana, mate. Get one out I'm right not gonna now. argue cashews with you, okay? No, you've done it before. A long time. First time for everything. Hey? You choose not to argue. Well, yeah. Not about nuts, mate, because they'll think we're nuts. I think they do. already do. <laughs> um, wow. What else is going on, mate? No, I've got nothing. Yeah. EV podcast, by the way. Going, going, going very great well. Great guns. Yeah. Big numbers. Yeah. Very happy. Very good uh, start to the EV. Uh, and uh, Did you make a face then? or you, what they are? It is going pretty well. <laughs> it is. Don't, don't, no, it is t- going Take well. our word for it. Um, I also think it's every Monday in your feed, by the in way. In your feed, every first Monday. thing as you wake first up Monday morning, it'll be there for you. Kick off your week with two blokes talking about your car. I programmed it, and then I went, I don't know if I did that right. And then I went, I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm it's doing about it. that. Yeah, it's and this the right week time. on the movie podcast. You got Rush Hour as well. Great movie. Right. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's that one. Which one's that? Jackie Chan and um, Chris Tucker. I'm gonna. I feel like which uh, there was this week. a new review. A new review of Two Blokes. Um, yes. Maybe. Was that 6th of February. That feels newish. Newish. 6th of February. <laughs> it was last week. Maybe. Have you read it? Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. Top podcast from Chef Dogs, Chef E-Dogs. Yeah, I did. Five stars. Yeah. Okay. Have we read it out? No, no, you haven't. Oh, you've seen it, though. I've seen it, though. This yeah. is one of the best listening in on two mates having a good time. But if you could listen in. <laughs> Before we hit record, if you'd listen to that conversation, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's why uh, we weren't recording earlier. I'll start again. This is, <laughs> this is one of the best listening in on two mates having a good time chatting on about anything and everything, giving our, our great advice and knowledge. Keep it up, guys. Thank you so much. That's, Love it. That's wonderful. And we have promised any five-star review, we are going to read it out on the show. Um, Did we say that? As long as uh, it's a guarantee. Bring it on. Five stars. Mate, you're making yeah. promises that don't cost anything, so that's pretty good. There you go. They just it, Here's the problem. Just so you know, for the non-podcasters of the world, you don't get an alert. Like We don't no. get an email that says, new review. Yeah, We have to go and check. We've got to check it, yeah. And I'm not good at that. We check. I've oh. been checking a bit lately on the EV because yeah. we, we, there's been some very nice ones on the EV podcast. We really appreciate yep. that, which offsets Ryan McArdle, who was negative. But that's okay, mate. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen's not what happy, but... Your facial expression there was solid. You're lucky I'm going to forget to edit back and find that okay. in the edit. But it was pretty solid. I'll try to recreate it for the thumbnail for you. Go. Oh, no. no. Oh. For the thumbnail, later. 
We go to a lot of effort for this video. The thumbnail is an important part of the workflow. Yeah, next it? week's going to yeah. be a problem. Can I tell you right now? Why is that? Well, we're going to record a day earlier. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. I've got the Today Show early in the morning and then a flight to Europe, mate. That night? How I'm going to turn what? all this around? No, no, the next day. The so next the Wednesday. Day. The next, it's the next day. The, the flight's the next time day. Edit. Yeah, but I've got the Today Show and then the flight. On the, the next Wednesday. morning. On the Wednesday. Yes. Okay, well, you can have a late night Tuesday. What can I tell you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sleep on the plane, mate. When I get to see my family, that's sleep. cool. <laughs> well, uh, they're going to be asleep while you're still working and putting up the podcast. What can I tell you? <laughs> Dry your eyes, princess. Come on. <laughs> the EV show was like it nearly. I've, I've uh, embraced TeamViewer. Yeah. You know TeamViewer, the remote access software? Mm. I've installed that on the Mac Studio. Yeah. And so when I was in Melbourne last week, yeah. I was just dialing in yeah. to grab like thumbnails and things. Yes, I was able to because Trevor forgot to put it in the drop. Oh, so. it's all, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's the workflow, mate. I tell you, the workflow. The, it was Where's your checklist? All, it was all thrown Added out to of the whack. Checklist. It was all thrown out of whack by oh. upload issues with the Spotify. So thing. what are you saying? Under pressure, you you struggled here. Under yeah, under pressure, hundred percent, really. Yeah, because really? yeah. I'm the opposite, mate. It takes pressure to make a diamond. That's what I always well, think. You know. It, I'm the opposite. It's not quite there yet. <laughs> you know. If I mean. you think this is a diamond, you know what I mean. You need new mirrors. Someone's been through your house with an axe no, no, and smashed all, all the mirrors. In, in all seriousness, whenever you have, I'm faced with like a tough situation, a tough mm. thing I've got to do, it's going to be pressure on me. I think, and it, that's what I think of. It takes pressure to make a diamond. No, I think I'm pretty good yeah. under pressure. Yeah. I'm just like when, yeah, when things go when a, when a when a process, yeah. Uh, goes off the rails for some reason yeah, no, yeah. and other things interrupt it and you can't yeah. stop those other things then you okay understand it all goes haywire understand that's what i'm saying understand right? yeah we all deal with stress in different ways did you know yeah. that <laughs> this is gonna be the most random thing you hear all week <laughs> that mitre 10 was formed by 10 people in a pub in melbourne no. called the mitre really yeah. the mitre 10 makes sense they went, what are we going to call it? And they were at the Mitre. They go, well, we'll just call it the Mitre 10. Mitre, Mitre 10. 10. There's 10 of us. Yeah. Wow. Now, that's anecdotal. So uh, I'll be honest, I haven't researched a, that at all. We've had a similar sort of uh, naming convention for two blokes talking tech. So 10 blokes at the Mitre, two blokes talking tech. That's what I reckon. How long has Mitre 10 been around? A fair less, while, Less yeah. than 13 years? <laughs> a little bit longer, yeah. So yeah. going all right. And we're getting close to our anniversary too, by the way. It's well, our, we're uh, going to be uh, one it's more next week, week isn't one it? One more week, yeah. Next week, Tuesday, next Tuesday. It's actually on the it's, Tuesday. Uh, no, it's a couple of days earlier than that. Yeah. It's 20, it? Was it the 22nd? I don't know. 24th around We need a historian to look that up. Around there. A podcast historian. Imagine I mean, someone yeah. put on LinkedIn that they're a podcast historian. <laughs> There'd be, yeah, well, there's a lot to excavate for the, for the two blokes. But then again, history is everything that happened prior yeah. to now. So yesterday is history. So what you just said, that's history. That was that's a few right. seconds ago. That's history. So that, you made history. I'm just going to Google quickly, right? I'm going to Google. In <laughs> great, in, great podcast. In inverted commas, right? Yeah. Podcast On your new, your new historian. Chromebook, Chromebook right? eh? Podcast historian. Yeah. Is there such a thing? Harrison, uh, there's nothing obvious, to be honest. And yeah. I've done it in inverted commas, and it's given me some rubbish results just quietly. Like, that don't really... I found the podcast historian. No, I'm going to tell you. There's a profession, you reckon? There's a profession gonna, to be made. That people are going to take up? Okay. I don't think so. Because there's a the problem with 
podcasting is there's so much of it. Yeah. That you couldn't, as an individual. Who was the very first podcaster? Who who was, who would that have been? I remember when the term was coined. I remember yeah. when I had my Connect lift out. Yeah. And I remember early, early podcasters. The earliest podcasters I can remember was Merrick and Rosso. Really? Remember them? Remember them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I had this idea for the cover of the Connect lift out, right? Which is with that tech lift out that I put in that made it up for the Telegraph. Yeah. And my idea was this. We get a, a, an iPod. This is before the iPhone. iPod. And I told him, I said, we need you pressed up against glass. You and you. Yeah, and you've American. told this story before. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then we put that inside the iPod. And mm. that was the that was the cover. And it was great. And I remember Merrick, who I still, if he, he still, we you know, take it out to each other when we see each other. He, I remember him saying, "Yes, man, that cover was amazing when it, when we first released yeah, it in the yeah, Telegraph." Yeah. yeah so that so was... according to sources on the internet, yeah, in two thousand and four, yeah. Adam Curry and Dave Weiner, don't think it's Weiner, Weiner, uh, <laughs> are credited with the invention of podcasting. Who exactly did what is up for dispute, but in the wow. end, these are the two guys who got it rolling. And, if and you, who, if you who read are they? more what into was it, their podcast. Oh, mate, who are they? A user Wiki- of Wikipedia, Userland's Manila and radio blogging and RSS aggregation software. Mate, I don't know. Okay. A software developer, Dave Weiner, was a software developer right. and author of the RSS format. Wow. Which is a pretty that big help. Because the RSS format, yeah. the RSS, let's be real, a podcast is just a piece of audio yeah. made available through, through a link through a link yeah. and a subscription to an RSS feed. Because an RSS feed can be your, your website article, yeah. but it can also be yeah. a, a podcast. And that's why, wow. actually, Spotify doesn't podcast. Spotify pushes on-demand audio podcasts. content because they're not... They actually take our audio and yeah. redistribute it themselves, which yeah. is not actually in the truest form. Podcasting is an app that reads an RSS feed and delivers you a, a, an, an audio right. item, whereas Spotify kind of bit of a middleman. They do it their own they way. They do a bit of their own thing. Okay. But obviously the, the term – see, for me, it's Leo Laporte, right. the tech guy in America. Uh, audio podcast or video audio, podcast? Yeah, I remember well, him doing video yeah, early too. And he was early yeah. in the video. And I he, was on his show. I'm his pretty show. sure he hated the term podcast. We used to refer to them as netcasts. Ah. He hated the term podcast. I was on his show one time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was he's very much like us. He did radio. Only until a year or two ago he did radio yeah. every week, taking calls from listeners, you know. I used to Sound, listen every that week. That sounds familiar. Yeah. It's what you do in EFTM. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about our radio spots. Ah, right. Like literally. Oh, he takes live he calls. Was, yeah, he was wow. on network radio and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Anyway, that's riveting, and um, I don't think anyone cares. So let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 620, 620. Thanks to Netgear and Arlo. We'll tell you about all your networking needs shortly and all your home security as well. Thanks to Arlo and Netgear. Great companies, great supporters of Two Blokes Talking Tech. But Stephen, this morning I opened my Instagram feed and I saw Mark Zuckerberg, which is not unusual. I follow him and whatever. Yep. But then I must must have the audio on because then I, I yeah. very quickly was drawn to the attention of it. And I thought for yes. something a little different here, let's actually have a listen to this. Let's hear him. And unpack it a bit. For context, this is Mark Zuckerberg sitting on his lounge in a poorly recorded spot because you're thinking, why is the camera so far back? That will become evident as you listen to this. This is Mark Zuckerberg publishing to his 13 and a half 
million followers on Instagram and I'm sure on other platforms as well. Facebook. Um, it would have been on Facebook too, I'd say. Would have been on the book, I reckon. Yeah. Probably on threads. Probably. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to listen to this and we're going to stop it and and essentially and comment. comment throughout <laughs> this because I find it to be one of the most fascinating things on so many levels that I've ever seen a tech CEO publish. So, Mark's All right, guys. So I finally tried Apple's Vision Pro. And, you know, I have to say that before this, I expected that Quest would be the better value for most people since it's really good and it's like seven times less expensive. Uh, but after using it, I don't just think that Quest is the better value. I think that Quest is the better product, period. Okay. Whoa. I'll stop you right there, Mark. Massive statement right there. Isn't that the most... Yeah. It's, it almost, it's almost unhinged at that point. Well, it's... Now, I get the yeah. talking points, right? Because you can imagine the general theory here is, and Thomas Dexima from HTC has put yep. out information saying, look, they welcome Apple Vision yeah. to, the, to the market, a rising Correct. tide lifts all boats, yep. all that kind of jazz. I've used that a few times this week. And yep. you can imagine the marketing and PR teams at Meta talking yep. to Zuck about doing this video because this is clearly planned. Yeah. Um, what are our key someone points? Someone must have bought one. Someone from Meta oh, of course. bought one. Um, yeah. And like the first thing we've picked up on there is his seven times. So they've picked that well, number. Do you remember when Meta, to it. When, when Meta was first announced? Yes. It was about a few week, couple of weeks after the Vision Pro was unveiled. And he made the comment that the best value... VR headset. Remember, he made. You that mean comment. the Meta, Meta Quest Three? You're yeah, Meta Quest Three. Oh, sorry, yes, when, the when physical it was announced, device. Yeah, when yes. it was because Apple Vision Pro was unveiled at WWDC. Yep. Then a couple of weeks later, they made the announcement Meta Quest Three. Like yes. two weeks later, it was very soon. It was very soon. And he said, "Best value headset." And you know what? It is. It is a great value headset. And Trevor and I have both used the Vision Pro. Yep. For a little limited time. Yep. I've just reviewed the Meta Quest Three, and you've used it as well. I've so used we, others, we, yeah. we're, we're across it. We're, we're across what it does, and so yeah. So that's the 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 immediate thought there is: Hang on a minute, I've I'm I'm, I'm hooked. I've yeah. got to keep listening Why here because does he think this yeah. because the reviews and we're, we can unpack well, this a bit. The reviews are very fair, positive. To be fair, what else is he going to say? Well, no, and of course. So, so why is he doing a video? He's going to praise it. That's my main yeah. point here. Is praise the of Quest course three. he's going to say this. Yeah. So what else is he <laughs> going to say in a video that puts him on the record, which I think yeah. is in many ways dangerous. So, and you know, the different companies made different design decisions for the headsets. They have different strengths, but overall, Quest is better for the vast majority of things that people use mixed reality for. Hang on. That's great because the vast majority of things people use mixed reality for are things that you've created. We get that. Yeah. I don't think that's in question yeah. either. That, that's the advantage. They've got quite a library of content. Like a decade of, yeah, of work in this space. They've got a lot of stuff in there. So there's pe people have been working at it for a while. It's also um, it's yeah. also the number one thing that we've both said for some time yeah. that Apple needs is to create the purpose. Yeah. So I don't even think that Apple sees their product as – trying to compete with the things yeah. that you currently do on a meta quest and his his definition of mixed reality is being able to look through the meta quest have a window open the quality of the pass through is not as good in in my opinion of yeah. the, the meta quest well, let's keep listening because he yeah. talks about that in in a little while now my friend kenny is actually capturing this video on quest's high resolution mixed reality pass through right now we're, we're just here in my living room and you, know, you can see his his browser windows and Whatever else he's got running up here. The reason he does that is twofold. One, he wants to show the quality, quality of, of, the camera. of the camera. And yeah. I've got to tell you, it's not, not that bad. great. Yeah. Good, good, not great. You, it yeah. would have looked 200 times better yeah. on a Samsung Galaxy S24 yeah. or an iPhone, just a phone. Yeah. Um, and, 
And then they critically cut to Kenny's vision. And Kenny turns he's side to side window, so yeah. that he can see that he's got a browser window open here and something else there. Because I think what they've, they're, they're looking at all the feedback and reviews of the Apple Vision Pro thinking, yeah. do people not know you can do this on our device? Yeah. Do you yeah. think that's what this is? Yeah, or, or I reviewed the MetaQuest 3 this week, so the timing's fantastic. And and the what, the 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 eye pieces of the displays are actually 4K each eye on the MetaQuest 3. No, no, yeah, but we're just talking yeah. about the, the <clears throat> yeah, things know, in space, being you know, having to do, windows but, open and stuff but like he does, that. He does talk about the quality oh, we'll of get the pass-through we'll and get all that there. as well, yeah. But, but like, do you, think yeah. Pe- do you think Meta think that people don't realise that you can open up a browser window and all these things? Yeah. I think, yeah. Has that been lost on the reviews in the past of the MetaQuest 3 because Mm. of all the other things that they've shown that you can do with it? Yeah. Whether it's gaming and other stuff? Well, I think hopefully we'll get to the part where I've got the biggest biggest gripe about it. The quality. So, yeah, Quest 3 does high-quality pass-through with big screens, uh, just like Vision Pro. But we also designed it to be great for a lot of other things. Uh, Moving around, playing games, um, hanging out with friends and socializing, working out, um, and more. Quest, you know, I think is just a lot more comfortable. Um, you know, we designed it to weigh 120 grams less, which makes a really big difference on your face. Uh- I've got to say, the comfort, uh, I haven't worn the Vision Pro long enough. For long enough, but that the, is the biggest feedback right now. The biggest right thing now. is it's very front-heavy, and, it, and it, they sell you another strap that's sort of with a strap across your head that takes the weight a bit better. Interesting choice yeah. of words, though, there, right? We, yeah, designed, we designed it. Yeah. To weigh a hundred and something grams less. Well, actually, yeah. the Vision Pro didn't exist. You didn't know how much it weighed, so you didn't yeah. design it to weigh less. You I think he means less than the MetaQuest Two. You think? Yeah, because they roughly weigh the same. The the MetaQuest Three and the and the Vision Pro are about ten or twenty grams apart. They're not one is not way heavier than the other. Oh, He's really? He's talking about MetaQuest Two. So he doesn't yeah. say that. Big improvement. That's what I say. Big look, kudos to them. Massive improvement over the second one. It's a leap yeah, forward. Huge. huge improvement. 30% better resolution, lighter, way more expensive though. It's like almost double the price because it's it's a lot better. Yeah. But I think he's referring to the MetaQuest 2. Ah, okay, yeah. right, gotcha. Um, there's no wires that get in the way when you move around. <laughs> what about that? Big deal. Our field of view is, is wider and I found our screen to be brighter also. Um, I also noticed that you know Apple's headset has this motion blur as you move around, which um, Quest is just a lot crisper. Now, so that goes to your question about yeah, quality. Yeah, the 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 eyepieces are 4K resolution in each one, but there's no eye tracking. So mm. eye tracking, and I think he gets to that later. Not not in it. But despite that quality, I still found that it was still very cartoon like mm. when you're in like I was playing Vader Immortal and Nature Trek and all these apps that. I think were probably older apps that haven't that haven't got the resolution gotcha. yet. So I reckon the brand new, cutting edge, latest apps will. You'll think, wow, the quality is amazing. But the majority of the content available to you now was built for the MetaQuest Two. Mate, if the quality yeah. was that amazing, wouldn't the pass through be realistic? It would be. Yeah. And but, let's be real. Yeah. The pass through comparison between a Vision Pro, yeah. and a Quest, chalk and cheese. Is a chalk and cheese. It, it is. Yeah, it's a lot. Like I said in my review, comparing <laughs> comparing the MetaQuest 3 to the Vision Pro is like comparing a Camry to a Lamborghini. One is wow. so much better built, the quality of it, so that the MetaQuest is very plasticky and and very heavy as well. The, the, I know it's got the you got to buy the extra strap with the battery in the in the back. Mm. Not the most comfortable thing you can wear. Um, so yeah, it, it just doesn't. It, to me, to me, my limited time with the Vision Pro and the videos I've seen, the review videos. 
the quality and the slickness of the product is evident. Okay. This, I think, not quite to the same level. Let's go back to our man Zuck. Apple's screen does have a higher resolution, and, and that's, that's really nice. But I was surprised by how many trade-offs they had to make to the quality of the device and the comfort and ergonomics um, and other aspects of the display and artifacts in order to get to that. (laughs) Now, for input, Quest supports uh, precision controllers that are great for games. Um, Both headsets support hand tracking. But, you know, I found ours to be a little more accurate. Well, I'll stop you <laughs> what? right there, Mark. That is the biggest load of yeah. rubbish I've ever heard in my more life. More accurate, wow. Now, hand tracking, what he's referring to there, yeah. and because Meta's made a big push for this, is yeah. in the virtual world, in the metaverse, which yes. they don't talk about anymore, by the way. It doesn't yeah. mention the metaverse yeah. once. Um, they, they want hands because people realised having these bodies, torsos, Walking yeah. around was weird, yeah. so hand tracking came it in. It traces your hands. You can so that see you can you can do you, this, yeah. and you see yeah. that in the thing. And you but, can do very, uh, really simple actions, like you can yeah, you know, the window. You can grab it with your hand and move it around, but very, it's very hit and miss. But to yeah. compare hand tracking in that yeah. sense to his precision controllers, which is what oh. they're calling the the controllers, to Apple's yeah. Vision Pro, which yeah. I'm telling you. Without any hesitation, do I say that when you sit down and you put it on someone's head and you say, oh, to, to click something, look at it and tap your fingers together and it just happens? Simple. Sorry, mate. You well, are way behind Apple this when it comes to control. My biggest complaint about the MetaQuest 3 is the controllers. Yeah. Each controller has seven buttons on it. Wow. Right? Seven. Yeah. So there's a trigger, side button, the grab button, they call it. There's a joystick and... Uh, three other buttons and try right. try putting it on your wife's head and showing well, her how to use it because exactly you got to put did. the right one yes. in the right hand and oh mate it's I painful. put it on her head we were watching the, the she was in the, the the nature trek VR so you're basically walking through a forest and she goes oh look at that it's a rabbit it's a deer and all that and I put the controllers in her hand and then one minute later she gave them back to me she goes nah, I don't know how to use that and so she was just looking around just being fascinated by the world yeah, yeah, yeah. so that that to me. It's a. They could be a one-hit wonder. The the these headsets, the controllers at least, and the, yep. the that that I think is the weakest point of this of this product. Like I've been using it, and even I was. It confuses even me, and is cumbersome, and it it just takes a lot of getting used yeah. to. And you have got to be pretty savvy to use them and know if you're a gamer and you've been you've you've been using controllers in the past, you'll get it. Yeah, but. To have the cut through to make this a consumer product, people can go, what? I've got to hold these things and just remember to these forward, controls? Like, like, oh, it's yeah. just, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so, so yeah. massive, massive yeah. fail, that comment there, I think. Apple's eye tracking is really nice. Um, we, we actually had those sensors back in Quest Pro. We took <laughs> them out for Quest 3. We're oh, going to bring you? them back in the future. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, of course it's you a nice <laughs> interface. It's not perfect for everything, though. For typing or complex tasks, um, you're going to want... Uh, things like hands or a keyboard or controllers or eventually a neural interface for the controllers okay. never happen. No, Apple Vision mate, Pro never yeah, happen. The computer, sit, you can use your computer in front yeah, of you. You, you can, can use your, use your physical, keyboard. keyboard. Yeah, true. Of course, you can use a physical yeah. keyboard and mouse while you're there, controlling there a, a virtual, a, keyboard, a virtual screen. Yeah, yes, yeah. but like him, yeah. and then he just throws in this line, just like, or a neural interface. Oh, okay. So you're working <laughs> sure. with like a neural interface brain implant. chip. Yeah, <laughs> like this is where this guy's. Yeah, yeah, vision is well, which I respect. He has that well, vision. Elon Musk has done it, mate. Their company, the first human to have a neural Neuralink, the, the no. what they call it, telepathy inserted. Anyway, stick Trevor's with Trevor's volunteered by the way. Stick, you, mate? Yeah, no, <laughs> stick with Apple's uh, control by hand here, folks. It's way better.
those kind of inputs. Quest's immersive content library is a lot deeper. You know, we've been working with studios uh, building virtual and mixed reality games and other that. content for a long and time I now. I agree and with if that. You want to watch That's the advantage because they've 100%. got a they've got a built in library. Yeah. They've got a library. They've been at it a while. It's something for everyone. But but the library's dated. Yeah. The library, some of the really cool games, it's like a cartoon. Yeah. You, like the the this this has very good resolution screens, but unless you're playing the very latest, sharpest, high performance game mm. or content, then it's I'll tell you how Apple nice. wins that argument. At Dub Dub, which we've talked about, they need to get right. They need to. Yeah. Apple bring out the 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 grouse version of Beat Saber because Beat Saber is one of the biggest VR apps on the planet. Yeah. It's hugely popular on Quest, but imagine however they do it through augmented reality, like the beats come around your furniture. Who yeah, knows, yeah, right? Wow. Yeah. That's where they because this is the problem. The stuff's all old. They need the killer app. Yeah, that's what the vision. They've, they've got to bring app. the old stuff and yeah. make it make it awesome. Yeah. YouTube or play Xbox on a big that's screen a anywhere you go. Yeah, there's a lot uh, to that's do. That's only available on Quest for now. Yeah. So, you know, when I look around, it, it seems like there are a lot of people who just assumed that Vision Pro would be higher quality because it's Apple and it costs $3,000 more. But, you know, honestly, I'm pretty surprised that Quest is so much better for the vast majority of things that people use these headsets for with that price differential. He's just stuck in the in the in the yeah. in the present day, though. He's not seeing yes. Apple's vision, as we believe it to be, is for the yeah. future. Is for He's the next forward. lot of yeah. things. Yeah. He's talking about stuff that people are doing now. Yeah, but look, look to his to his credit, he is defending his own product, of right? course. Yeah. And, and and look, I, I, I you read my review. I said that this is an excellent, immersive, excellent performance. The MetaQuest Three. I said, look. The future of VR is exciting because of products like the MetaQuest yeah, 3. Yeah. And so if they can get the controllers right or get rid of them all together, then we've got a ball game. Yeah. Now, the, the, the Vision Pro, I mentioned they need that killer app. They need that moment. Do you remember when the iPhone was launched? Yeah. And when Steve Jobs got the photo and he just went, yeah. and everyone went, what? What just happened? Apple needs that yeah. moment for yeah. the Vision Pro. They've got to come up with some amazing thing that everyone's going to go, what? Yeah. And going to want to have this. That, that's, that's, I think, Apple's advantage, not having the controllers, having that, that eye tracking. That's the super accuracy of this. That I, mm. I reckon I could put the Vision Pro on my mother yes. and she could use it. That is what matters yeah. here. I'll say, Mum, you just got to look at something and do this. Yeah. She could do that. Yeah, but if I put a controller in her hand and go, the side buttons to grab, the this one's to go forward, this one's to look around, she'll go, what's this? Oh, and by the way, if you yeah. want the screen on that wall and she just yeah, p- grab it with two fingers and move it over here, like yeah, that's right, so like that kind of stuff is I think that too if, intuitive. Look, if MetaQuest can get rid of the controllers or make them just streamline the hell out of them, then I reckon they're, they're pr- closer ballpark. Yeah, but. I think they're there. I think he's playing on the strength of the fact that they've had a few versions of this. This is Apple's first version. And look, he goes on. We don't need to play anymore. He goes on to thank the developers they've been working with for 10 years and all that kind of jazz. But can we just talk about now? Would can you think of another big tech CEO Mm. that would sit down and talk about their competitor product? Yeah. And essentially, not shit can, but you know, essentially play it down. Yeah. In such a way, because it's it's no. pretty wild. Well, I this think, is hugely bold. I think he's like he's from his past. He's always been sort of this renegade sort of guy who sort of come out, come up and up from nowhere mm. and created Facebook. Twenty years old, by the way, now Facebook yeah. twenty year twentieth anniversary. 
And so he's always been a person who speaks his mind. And I think, look, I respect him for the fact that he had the courage to do this. Good yeah. luck to him. I think, you know, you're defending your own product and good on you. I think it'd be a bigger story if it was Tim Cook saying that how much better the Apple Vision Pro is than yeah. MetaQuest 3. He goes off. I can't believe that they even were in the same ballpark. That'd be that'd be. I'd watch that video too. If yeah, Tim yeah, Cook yeah. wanted to reply, you go, okay, that's nice, Mark. But have our our, our Vision Pro can do this and this. You forgot to mention this. That'd be nice. Whether now, he does that, I doubt it. Have you noticed the very small, but there is definitely a a trend um, towards people returning their Vision Pros. No. So I've noticed on threads a few people who are dying all techies. Them. They're just going, look, it's too big, it's cumbersome, right. it's uncomfortable for long periods of time. I've seen two or three now. Yeah, really? And one of them's that Parker who works with The Verge that actually wrapped the, the show. Ah. And you know, he's a massive fanboy. Like, and the, yeah, right. like, unbelievable that you would give it back. But yeah. it's that concept of, look, I, he I don't... Might, he might need the money. No, no. No, <laughs> he was called on that. And, yeah. and he said, look, uh, look, of course it's expensive, yeah. but... Really? I just think that I wow. just think that I need to wait for the for another generation of it or something, and it's yeah, perhaps. I, I, just, a, I mean, it, yeah. and this is the beautiful thing Apple does with their fourteen days, right? You're going to find that's yeah. the, that's the window. Everyone's got to make that but, call within fourteen days of buying their product. Yeah, <laughs> my understanding is they've set up their stores with these little sections. You can make appointments to use it. You get like mm. a like a fifteen minute session with it, and um, yeah, there's, but, been, there's been lines out the door. People wanting to try I've got this, no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I've got no doubt. Whether people pull the trigger, and it's funny, I wrote this in my review too, it's ironic how that Apple's Vision Pro is the more likely product to make VR a consumer-level mainstream product. Yes, but it's But ironically, the price of it is preventing it from becoming that. Mm, Because, uh, and again, sorry, Meta, but if, if, if Apple's price drives people to Meta and they think this is the experience... yeah. They're not going to come back for a second go because those controllers are a barrier that is for a many. That's absolute, a bridge too far. Yeah, too much. It is a barrier. To because I think about one. the. Yeah. I remember the last time I did VR on TV. Um, Probably when the MetaQuest Two came out. It might have been. No, it was. It was last year sometime. Because yeah. I remember setting up the the um, kayaking. I had uh, I had Thomas come in with the Vive, yeah, with the Elite. Vive, the Vive Pro, yeah, the Vive Elite, uh, whichever one it was. Yeah. And you know we were doing, we'd put that on someone and they could draw in space and you know yeah, yeah. walk around the drawing, pretty cool. Yeah, and then yeah. I thought well, I need you know, the other host, so Sarah's doing that. I need Carl, yeah. so I, I ended up going on a chair with the kayak in the yeah. river. It was might have been PlayStation VR actually, yeah, right? Yeah, it that, was the, that's the PlayStation second version. VR. Yep, yep. Right, so I thought that's good. Yep. But here's the thing. And look, no disrespect to the wonderful people I work with, but they, they don't have 20 minutes earlier in the day to come and learn how it all works, right? <laughs> so if we're on air at, at 7.48 after a three-minute package from the entertainment reporter, Brooke, or something, yeah. then there's three minutes for me to tell them what's happening. Yeah. One minute's wasted, everyone's shaking hands and saying hello to Thomas or whatever. Yeah. And then I've got to say to Carl, when I put this on your head, you need to put these two in your hand, you need to do... Like, there's yeah. explaining to do with... Yeah. If there's any menu comes up, what button do you push... And it's just a nightmare. Whereas yeah, yeah. I'm so confident that when I go, here's Vision Pro, put it on, yeah, he'll and well. he'll be able, to, a, be able to see me. So I'll be able to go do this yeah. to click something, look at exactly something, right. and do this. Exactly right. And, and look, and just when Mark Zuckerberg was talking about price mm. in Australia. It starts at eight hundred bucks. Starts mm. that much, and so hardly only one hundred twenty eight gig. And the next stop up from that is five twelve. Is a big jump. Yeah. It becomes a thousand and fifty bucks. The next version up. The battery on the MetaQuest is rubbish. It's only less than two hours, so you have to get the, the strap pack. with the battery. That's another two twenty. Mm. You, you could spec this up. You want the travel case? It's fifteen hundred bucks. So 
Vision Pro is thirty five hundred. So three so times the difference as opposed to he said well, in seven Australia times. it'll be five grand. Right? Yeah, so five and, and a half. whatever it's going to be. But the the Meta Quest Three is cheaper, but not cheap. That's a good point. Yeah. Love to know what you think. <clears throat> uh, were you taken aback by Mark Zuckerberg's uh, <laughs> post? I certainly was. It took it stopped me in my tracks. I yeah. went, "This is yeah, I almost it felt unprecedented." So we thought we'd we're better. glad he did it though. Well done, you yeah, are. Good Thank on you, Mark. Otherwise, what would we've led the show with today? I don't know. <laughs> I got no idea. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thanks to the great people at Netgear. And right now, there are good deals to be had on their premium range products, the Orbi 960 series. Now, this is, without question, the top of the pops when it comes to uh, your home networking. We're talking about 10.8 gigabit um, connectivity, 10 gig ports. There's a three-pack here that is normally $2,800. I get it. That's a lot of money. But it's currently $400 off. $2,400 for the Orbi 960 quad band Wi-Fi 6E mesh system and you can get it in black directly if you shop from netgear.com.au that's what I've got too you know let's not not kid ourselves let's not beat around the bush that's right that's how the two blokes rock Um, this is backhaul this is unbelievable quality this is the internet this is the Wi-Fi you want when you have the internet to match and that is gigabit internet and things like that so if you are paying a premium for your internet you've got to make sure you're in home facilities stack up as well and that's what you'll get with Netgear's products the Netgear Orbi series and there are great deals right now uh, and you can find all those at netgear.com.au This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec Never imagined a time you'd be able to call an Uber call with an a Uber. phone call a taxi like, call an Uber wild idea so you go back 10 years or whatever it was Uber disrupts the taxi industry by launching an app that allowed you to press a button and have a car come to you and then take you where you wanted to go Taxi industry responds with an app that allows you to get a car, come to you, take you where you want to go. Uber, in 2024, go, why are there not enough over 65s, you know, using our app? Mm. And they go, you know what we'll do? Let's start a phone service. It's revolutionary. Ring a number, tell them where you are and where you want to go, and they'll send a car to pick you up. That's what you can do now with Uber. That's genius, and it's something that I think a lot more people, especially older people, can we we'll talk about embrace. your mum right now? My mum would be all over this. For my mother, I call her Ubers all the time. Yeah. And I, I do it through the app. And I tell her, okay, there's a, it's a red car and it's going to have this number plate. Now, does your mum yeah. know how to SMS? Uh, she can read SMSs. Perfect. Doesn't, re- doesn't do. reply to SMSs. So the yeah. only caveat to this, two caveats, $3 yeah. is the booking fee. I yeah. think that's reasonable. And you need to call from a mobile phone so that they can send a text message. Yes. Valid- basically saying, yeah. he's the red I assume. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, when you ring up, but you get someone in the Philippines, whatever, that's yeah. life. Didn't expect to get an Aussie. Yeah. Um, and they tell you, you know, Uber Comfort, Uber X, you know, you get the options. So yeah. you get to choose just like you do that's anything good. else. Yeah. Um, I assume the only risk here is that if you've got anything difficult with regards to the pickup like you're standing on a street out the front of a shop and you don't know the address that's going to be difficult well won't the driver be able to still call you through the number yeah, no, what, what address what, what address are you telling the person on the phone i'm out the front of kmart well no like, won't they use your location no because it's a through, phone call okay but they can still track your phone though can't they, no, they can't. is that permission you got to give them or it's a phone call they can't okay. see your location through a phone call but your mobile is just like their drivers approaching you you see it on the app they know where they are they can't the use that I know, but it, the, you've still got a phone, though. Yes. They cannot pinpoint your location. Not, Can you not agree to share your location? Not through a phone of call. The deal? Okay. Not through a phone call. So it's you not give an address. You don't use the Uber app to make the phone call or anything yeah. like that. Okay. You just go. I'm at you know 17, you yeah. know Smith Street, 
you yeah, know, right. Erskine Park. Okay. And that's where they're going to come to. So but it's old got school your, in that sense. they've got your number so they can call you if they're having difficulty. Of yeah, course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Okay. But th- so good. Uber's data and research, uh, other, other research they drew upon, yeah. basically said that over 65s are less willing to use booking apps and things like that. Yeah. And are more willing than the rest of the population to make phone calls to book things. So exactly right. it's kind of and a logical I, I, outcome. I find this with uh, one three cabs. Mm. One three cabs has a number to call. Yeah. But they've slanted it so far, and Uber's the same, I guess. They've slanted it so far to the app that makes everything easier, yeah. which it does. Yeah, you can still ring up one three cabs and and talk to someone, um, but the app is where they everyone's directed into the app. But and, good, and look, if you want, if you're under sixty five and you're running, why this matters? Look, if you're elderly and yeah. you've got to get to the grocery store and you don't drive, yeah. and your yeah. partners, you know, uh, yeah. at work or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, or you've got a medical appointment and you don't want to yeah. have to call your son to come and get you, you Fair can enough. call one three Uber and have that done. And look, taxi. Yes, you can call a taxi right now. You can call a taxi and do that. Yeah. But the thing is, taxis have they've probably got less staff. Now answering those phone calls, and they no, probably not, aren't yeah, putting yeah, them offshore maybe. like like yeah. Uber has. So yep. Uber's going to create advantages for themselves by doing it the way they've chosen to do it. And it's I, the I same know. same drivers will be picking you up, wouldn't it? Be there's no same designated cars, yeah. drivers that are going to only pick up yeah. app app yeah. Cars, passengers. Are they? That's it. So <coughs> I think yeah, it's a sense. great idea. It's a great service. And the other thing I noticed about Uber because I've taken a few in the last week with traveling. Yep. The Uber Electric has picked up now as a as a solid yes. option. Yeah. You know. Seen so that. I've yeah. gone pretty much exclusively Uber Electric. And is that the same price as a, another? No. Was it cheap, slightly cheaper no. or slightly so more expensive? Uber Green was the same price as Uber X, which yeah. was you know pretty much all the Camry hybrids. Yeah. So Uber um, Electric appears to be the same or similar to Comfort. Right. It's definitely not as cheap as so Uber slightly X. Slightly more expensive. But I'll be honest. I'm doing very well. I rarely use UberX. <laughs> I just okay. feel like I get a get a, a a less. I get a more cab style car. Car so you go comfort. I'd always go comfort or, or better, slightly yeah. a few bucks more. Yeah, now and then I'll go Uber Premier. See how you go. Yeah, you know, rock up in an Audi Q7. Bloody really? Jackson. Oh, so it's a, like a limo. Bloody sort of. Jackson's got my Uber because you know you want yeah. your kids to be safe when they whenever they need to of be. Course. So I'm picking up a car the other week down at or dropped no when I dropped off uh, whatever I dropped off to then leave because I was going to the yeah. airport. Yep. So I drop off in Marrickville and get an Uber Premier. It's only going to be 50 bucks to the airport. Lovely. Let's do it. $50 you know? from Marrickville to the Why airport. Not? It's right there. What a treat. Wow. So Audi Q7 pulls up. Well. Jackson texts me. He goes, oh, Q7, eh? I'm like, oh, nick off, will you? <laughs> Kids got my buddy Uber app. So 50 bucks. Something like Premier. that. To get from Marrickville, you could walk to the airport from Marrickville. Oh, yeah. And how much would you sweat well, in that time I, on I'm the way to saying, Perth? I'm just it's close. It's close to the airport. It's a tax write-off. I'm, I'm using Uber whenever I want. Wow. Okay. That's your choice. Good for you. I'm you've not judging ne- you. have never treated yourself to an Uber premiere? Ne- never. No. Really? No. Mate, I, I reckon... I rarely catch Ubers. I'm rarely in a new... I was in one the other day. I had to take a car back and, and you go know home And you know what's funny? Yeah. You're very different well, to me. You'll, Monday, you'll jump on a train. Monday, yeah. You'll jump on a train. You'll, you'll Uber train Uber. Yeah. No, no. A, whereas I'll just Uber the whole way. No, I will Uber the whole way. Oh, really? I will either Uber the whole way or try, like, you know, I had to pick up a car of the Volvo I've got now, the XC40, mm. and I caught a, I got a lift to South Juniors, I got the tram to the city, I got a train to Chatswood and a metro to Macquarie oh. Park. Took it like an hour to get there, but yeah. I'm in an Uber for that whole trip. Yeah, Are you kidding? Mind, but you know what I was doing on the way? Listening to something and writing. I was working. So I got stuff done at the, in the meantime. Very efficient. Yeah. You're very efficient. Steve. That's right. Anyway, check out One uh, Three Uber if you're looking for a yeah. car to pick you up and take you somewhere. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.
Now, I'm sure you've all heard of eSIMs. I think uh, listening you know to what? us, you probably have. Here's the thing, though. I reckon there'd be a lot of you listening or watching us right now that don't realise that the phone in your pocket has an eSIM in it. Yeah, probably. I reckon there's a lot of people. And and everyone's expecting, oh, you've got to have the very latest and greatest phones. Well, you don't. If you've got a five-year-old or a six-year-old yeah. iPhone, XR, six years old, yeah. iPhone XR, eSIM. eSIM. And everything, every other iPhone since then. Yeah. Uh, if you've got a Samsung S20, I think, and onwards, mm-hmm. or S9, S, yeah, S20, eSIM. Some Motorola phones have eSIMs, Oppo, eSIM. Yeah. So why is this important? Well, for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, Boost Mobile now offers a eSIM option. Yes. And I do love the fact that their colourful boss, Peter Adderton. Colourful. Very colourful, outspoken boss. Love it. And, you know, he speaks the truth. He's a truth teller in telcos. Oh, wow. He's a telco truth teller. Telco right? truth teller. That's great. Because he said, and I agree with him. Yeah. The fact that companies like Boost Mobile and let's face it, Amazim, some others, Kogan Mobile, mm. they've got eSIM options. This is a big telco's. These are his words: a big telco's worst fears, because mm. they know the customers in control. If they're not happy, they could within minutes transfer to another operator. And and let's just be real about this for people that aren't. We know a bunch of you all over this probably got eSIM. Great. But if you're someone who is stuck in your ways and has for a long time listened to us go, you should switch, you should do this, da, da, da. if you've got one of those modern phones, you can, and this applies, what I say about Boost here applies to pretty much every telco. Kogan, you can do it on their website, everything. Download the Boost app. You can become a customer of Boost in the app and have the service working without leaving your lounge. Yeah. You don't have to go to a service station and get a SIM card. You don't have to wait for a SIM card to be delivered. It happens, it activates within the yeah. app. Yeah. In some cases, like Kogan, they'll send you an email with a QR code. You scan it, boom, it's active, and you've got a phone working. So you could – and mate, I was with a mate of mine in Perth who – did I tell this story last week? He's spending $200 a month on no. his mobile phone with, for his family. Yep. And he's got a couple of kids, and, and he pays for his wife. So That's a family plan, 200 bucks. Yeah, and it's all data pooling and stuff. Okay. Like, mate, 200 is, that, is that good, 200 bucks? I said that's outrageous because oh, he was expensive. he was, was unhappy. Cost of living's up, rents going up, yeah. like things are a problem. Yep. I said, mate, I could save you, not maybe not half, but definitely a big chunk of that money if you were to put your kids on Kogan's hundred dollar plan, put yourself yeah. on maybe Boost three hundred dollar plan, yep. whatever. Just just be prepared to switch and save. So for the year, you'd save for the, the chunk. year, and yeah. you save an absolute bomb, yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Now. A lot of people's uh, friction point to that change is the process of driving and buying a $2 SIM card from a servo yep. or waiting for Kogan or Vodafone or whoever to waiting send you one in the mail. Yeah, yeah. Whereas with Boost and Woolies, Kogan, Amazim, yep. all the ones that have now got eSIMs, you can do it from your lounge room. Yeah. And again, I repeat, Significant. you can switch yeah. and keep your phone number. Yeah, exactly right. Important, important. But you know what? I mentioned on the Tech Guide podcast earlier this week about the move to uh, eSIMs. Vodafone had some data to say one in four of their new or re-signing customers were moving to eSIM, and they've got the Optus outage to thank for it. Yeah. Because on the day, do you remember this? On the day of the Optus outage, Vodafone was sending out press releases saying, you can switch to Vodafone in minutes with eSIM. Brilliant. They, they jumped all over it, and people did. Yes. So that that's really demonstrated the speed in which you can say goodbye to one telco and hello to another mm-hmm. is using the eSIM. Now, in Boost's case, 
They've also got a new app as well, which helps. I think that helps yep. with the process. But it does, though, really make – I think it, it's going to help customers in terms of gives them the power to mm. think, you know what, I'm not really happy here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. Yeah. And rather than having the hassle of, okay, I've got to go to a store, I've got to get a SIM, I've got to do this, you can make that decision on the spot and be mm. with that other network within minutes. Yeah. Easy. It's so now, good. I've got a question for you. Mm. Have you got an eSIM working right now? No. So you've got a physical SIM got in a your physical SIM at your, moment, yeah. You've had an eSIM, haven't you? Yeah. What happens in our case where we get review phones and I'm changing phones once a week? Yeah. How do you do that? Is that a process? Is that a, is that... It, this is just inside baseball. This is a here. little bit inside baseball, yeah. but it depends on the telco. Right. And I'll tell you right now, Telstra is the best. Yep. So my guess is Boost will be exactly the same because Boost is just Telstra yeah, with a marketing true, company yeah, in front true. of it. Yep. Um, so... Because, uh, you know, it's a valid question because no, there is going to be a day where, oh, I've got a new phone. What do I do? So switching yeah. iPhone to iPhone, it pretty much just does it for you. Right. It just goes, oh, you've got an eSIM. I'll switch it over now. Yep. And I did that with, uh, in fact, I've got an American eSIM in here. I do have an eSIM. Ah. My is that AT- your burner phone? My AT&T phone? SIM is eSIM. <laughs> and I switched from the 14 to the 15 right. here in Australia. That's your breaking bad just phone. Just as long as, as long as you're on Wi-Fi. That's what you but, did Jiro SIM in it? Or yes. Or just an AT&T AT&T SIM? AT&T and Boost. This has ah. AT&T and Boost. So when I'm right. in Australia, I use Boost. And you can, let me understand, you can have two separate networks in your phone, can't you? Oh, yeah. Can you have Optus on one, Telstra on the other? You can have, yeah. mate, you can load yeah. up. You can load up six eSIMs, right. but only two of them can oh. be active at any one time. Oh. So you can't have more than two services active. You can right. have on an iPhone. You can have two eSIMs active as long as you're not using a physical SIM, oh. or you can use a physical and an eSIM. You can do now, whatever you want. It's true right? eh, in the US, the it's iPhone does not eSIM. have a SIM card. Correct, no SIM card trade. That's, that's since the fourteen. Yeah, fourteen, fifteen. So let's let's imagine you're a Telstra customer. Yep. Telstra customer on your new next phone, you set it up. Put it on the Wi-Fi and you download the Telstra app. You log in and you say, this is my new phone. And it goes <laughs> and puts the eSIM on. Replay that sound, whatever that was. That was great. It sounded like um, Kramer. So, yeah. So, basically, wow. it's done very well through the Telstra app. Giddy up. Yep. I remember doing it with Vodafone. It was slightly different. I really don't think their app experience is primo. But right. it's more about like you get a QR code through your My Account thing. Do your best. Yep. Pretty sure Optus is pretty, pretty much the same as Telstra in the app. Um, and so, yeah, most telcos, yeah. it's it's pretty it's easy better, to though, do. Yeah. And it's getting better. Let's be real. Well, it's going to be eventually it's a once the every only two way. year process. Yeah, true. Yeah. But you know what? I, I'm imagining that, what do you reckon, within two years, iPhone won't have a SIM card tray in Australia? Two years, three years? Do you reckon maybe the iPhone 16 might not have a SIM card tray? I think they got burnt pretty heavy in the US yeah. by the process and right. that they, they okay. had some real negative stuff. They have to prepare the telcos here, weren't they? And I, I just genuinely don't think Australians are ready. Really? So and still I, a few I years think away. Australian telcos will fight it hard. Okay. And, mate, they haven't saved any space in the – like, it makes no sense why they yeah, did it. Are these it just must have been – I think it was driven by the industry over there. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, look, the, the benefit, other benefit is you don't have a bit of plastic. There's no manufacturing. There's no packaging. There's yeah. no shipping. It's just there. Yeah. So – It's very good. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I still don't have an eSIM. I've never used an eSIM. I'm tempted though because you can use it like you've got an AT and T SIM card on it, so yeah. eSIM. Yeah. So I'm tempted when I go to the US next time, I might just do it for kicks, just get a plan and have it as my US number yeah. for want to use data, extra data or something, that's just yeah. as an experiment. That's that's exactly what. I was... Or could you could you also use it if you've got a second number, so you're a trading right. work number, mate. The number, number one use of an eSIM is for people who are carrying two phones around, and I yeah. don't care yeah. what you tell me. That's rubbish because with focus mode, 
you can yeah. say, I'm on weekend mode now, and yeah. so all your work emails and things don't appear, yeah. and you can you can actually then activate your, your private SIM. And it's easy to tell what call's coming through from which SIM, isn't it, as well? Yes, it tells yeah. you. And, yeah, it and tells you. like it, you can make certain calls. So if I make a call to you on the uh, on the eSIM, yep. and then I deactivate the eSIM, like I turn it off in the settings and I'm only using the physical SIM, yep. and I go to call you again, it'll say, last number not in use. Are you sure you want to do this? Uh, just my, just their way of saying, just so you know, I'm using from. a different okay. SIM now. Yep. So okay. it's yeah, very right. good. And yeah. and you know, well, the, ba- the big thing is you say, this is my data SIM and this is my other SIM. Uh, okay. So both oh, phones. So you can designate that. So you, but you have to. You have to you, say which one of them is data. And you can't use both of them for data. And it's possible to get an eSIM just for data, isn't it? Because the iPad has eSIM. Yeah. So you can get a data eSIM yeah. as well. Yeah. For your phone as well, I guess. 100%. Wow. Yeah. So the, so the idea every is to go. Every day is a school day, don't you reckon? Every day is a school day. The idea is to go. What's the cheapest and most effective way to get my, get the most data for me? Yeah. And that's always going to be you know the big value plans. Yeah. And then it's like, well, I don't want to switch my mobile number to that number, and I want to get I get yeah. better I don't know calls or roaming calls yeah. or whatever. So I'm going to stay yeah. with my big telco for that, and you just have two telcos on your phone. Just getting back to Peter Adderton, I mm. remember years ago. I'm talking five, six years ago. Yeah. When he was, we were talking about eSIMs, and it's look. It was only six years later they finally got eSIMs. It took a while. I can remember the story he shared. He goes, for travellers, this would be amazing because imagine landing in another country. Yes. You look in their in-flight magazine, scan a code, and before you get to the gate, you could have had your plan and activated, ready to go. Correct. Yeah. So that that's the other advantage. They of could, you know how they hand out bloody cards in the in the plane. They could be hand. They could do a deal. Yeah. With an airline to hand out a card because the QR code does need to be specific to every yes phone, but like literally yeah. a QR code that activates on the phone. Yeah. A SIM. Boom. Boom. And then yeah. it just gives them five dollars credit for them to open yeah. up the app and then work out what they want to do with their life. And how many yeah. minutes they want to buy and all it's that kind of It's a brave new world, right? It's very exciting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, nice. details, uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is also proudly supported by Arlo for all your security needs. Now, it was uh, Valentine's Day earlier this week. Hello. And Arlo, uh, did you get a lot of cards and flowers and things? I just chocolates. um, I had to lock the front door. It was annoying, (laughs) the the messages. Your letterbox just exploded. It was overwhelming. They've got a sale. Arlo's got a Valentine's Day sale, would you believe? And it runs from the 15th to the 18th. So getting quick, you might be listening to this after the 18th, but you know what? They'll still have other specials. But the offer is... 20% 20% off store-wide. So 20% off the essential cameras, 20% off the essential doorbell, video doorbell camera, the essential indoor camera, and even those other, the ultra the ultra cameras, they are also 20% off store-wide. So getting quick, it, it, it's the 18th of February is your last day. So if you want to get a bargain, then all these great products that we've spoken about, 20% off. And look, if you're thinking now is the right time to maybe upgrade your security or maybe buy your first security camera how can you resist that 20 percent off store wide so whether you want to start maybe with the video doorbell 
Uh, I think the movie we're doing in next week, they, they could have had a great use of a video doorbell. You'll have to listen to our show about Scarface to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but you might even want to maybe start off with an essential outdoor camera. So you want to have maybe the camera on the front door connected to your Wi-Fi, and you'll be able to get all the notifications. You see if you're expecting a package. You can, through the video doorbell, you get one-to-one, 180-degree field of view. You can talk to people really easily through the two-way audio as well. So you know what's going on at your house. You get all these great notifications as well. Uh, the essential indoor camera too is you, the thing with the difference with that camera is has a it has a privacy shield. So you know the shield is activated. It's not recording, unable to record. But when you leave and you want to and something happens in your home, that privacy shield is going to open and detect any kind of movement. So uh, the essential range is a really good entry point. But all those other cameras too, the ultras, the 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 packs as well are available and included in this 20% off store-wide sale. So check it out, arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm just, I'm getting a bit wild here right now, but you okay? Okay, just, just give you this one, Simon. Hey. hey! Hey, 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 We don't want to get copyright strikes Whoa, right now. Mate. I've, yeah. I've gotten rid Did of that real quick. you know she won quick. the Super Bowl the other day? She, her, Taylor Swift won the Super Bowl. Her Did you boyfriend hear about this? And was her boyfriend had a go too. at Usher's concert. <laughs> Did you see that one? I yeah, thought I that was pretty that. Funny. that was clever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the way they covered the game is like she won the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, I think she did. And, and the, it was the most watched telecast in history, right? Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, the Tay-Tay factor played a part. No, no. I reckon so many viewers who are fans think, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. I might no. see Taylor Swift. So many dads had to watch the Hello. Super Bowl with their daughters yeah, for the first right. time in history. There was a few Super Bowl ads just like that, by the way. Oh, really? There was a really cool ad. I think it was, I'm trying to remember the brand, but it was a, a dad and the, the daughter's in the bedroom and he goes, look, and he pulls out a jersey. Do you want to watch the game with me? And then, you know, they're all... Was the girl making makeup? Cream. Yeah, it was So makeup. there's controversy about that ad. Really? Because that ad is a ripoff of a TikTok where the woman who did the, the was doing ah. the makeup it was a you know staged ah, TikTok, so they're really? filthy that they stole oh, the idea. Hello. Anyway, Taylor Swift Lawsuit. Um, has landed in Australia because when we're recording, she's actually in the air she's from mid-air. Honolulu, she's but coming through, she yeah. arrives at midnight, and um, she knows what time she arrives. Yeah, I checked. I checked. <laughs> and I understand the Long family has tickets. This Am is I right? Unbelievable. Am I right? Unbelievable. Yeah. So I logged on yesterday at four o'clock. Amanda logged on yesterday. Yep. And I got this stupid, you know, waiting window thing. And then Amanda emails me. She goes, oh, my God, I think I got them. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then she sent me the picture. And I'm like, oh, my God, you've got tickets. This is unbelievable. Boom. Like the worst tickets you could possibly have at a core <laughs> stadium because they're really? like behind the stage, up the back. Uh-huh. And I, So I so said to Victoria, before Amanda stuff. could bring up a map, I said, listen, just so you know, you're going to be sitting in the back row. You're, not, you're going to be able to see the bit where she walks out on the catwalk thing and does yeah, that, right. but you're not going to be able to see the main stage. Bub, who cares? You're she goes, there. oh, you're I there. Don't, she's like, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Is Doesn't she a care. big fan? You're Massive fan. Yeah, really? Massive wow. fan. Yeah, yeah. Has been a while or since, since she was been, coming to Australia? Oh, no, no. She's always, like, she's always been yeah, a fan. Always been okay. a fan. She's a Swifty, um, been a Swifty from way back. She makes the bracelets and all that rubbish. <laughs> anyway, so the thing is, I did this story on A Current Affair last week with Deb Knight. and. I when I agreed to do it, I was like, okay, whatever, this is fine. But then Deb sat down and she showed me what happened to her. Yeah. And mate, what blew my mind was seeing tickets in an Apple wallet. I did not realise how easy that is to dupe. Really? And to fake. There's a website yeah. you go to, you just type in what really? you want the Apple wallet thing to say, wow. what image so it's and like what an API, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's not wow. even that. It's just a website and then you send a link and it just adds that to the wow. wallet, right? Really? Because I'm looking at Deb's I'm holding Deb's phone and swiping through. She's got four tickets to Taylor Swift. 
Now, having done my research before going into doing a current affairs story, I yep. knew that basically you had to you had to have been sent them via Ticket Tech app. That's yep. the first way of, of yep. knowing. Secondly, if you paid more than 10%, you got ripped off because it's illegal to pay more than 10% for a, a traded ticket. So 10% above the normal above price. Above the normal price. Yep. And thirdly, there's no barcode. There's no uh, barcode on the ticket. And Deb's, padlock, yeah, Deb's ticket had, had the barcode. barcode. QR code. Yeah. QR code on it. Yeah. And so I knew straight away. So Oops. what happened with Deb was, and this, the reason I want to bring this up, not because we're Taylor Swift fans, couldn't care less. It's interesting and she will yeah. probably cause inflation problems in Australia in the next month, which is hope well, the no, reserve banks across it. A lot of people it. are spending money. Is that good? That's what I mean. That's, That's bad. going to make inflation. It's yeah, going to ruin. Right. Anyway. What cost of living crisis? Exactly. Um, I'm really nervous, Steve, and I don't want to predict this, but mm. I'm really nervous that tens, maybe hundreds of people yeah. will turn, turn up to up. the turnstiles yeah, yeah, no, yeah. with buzzers that don't beep. You know, yeah, their phones right. are going to oh, go. It's going to be heartbreaking. And imagine, I said to Deb, imagine you didn't realise that you were scammed here, and we'll go through why. And she had her eight-year-old daughter with her, yeah. and have to turn and, to your eight-year-old daughter and say, oh. "We're at the gates of the concert, and oh, we can't get can't in because get in. these are not real." And also, so, the money they spent too. Oh, like, they yeah, would have parted with some cash. But mate, all the money in the world doesn't change the fact that you got to tell an eight-year-old she can't go in, right? Yeah. So I'm pleading with people. Who yeah. did not buy jewelry? So tickets. if you bought from Ticket Tick, good good luck to you. But if you bought from someone else, yeah. check your ticket. If it has a barcode on it today, and and you're days away from the concert, it's not real. It's not real. So the QR code goes active on the day of the concert. I think it's on the, the day of the concert. The of yeah, the concert, which is smart. And and so what happened to Deb? And I think this is what will happen to a lot of people over the last few months. Is someone on Facebook said, "Oh, I'm, I'm injured and I can't go to Taylor Swift now, or I've got to work and I can't go. I've got tickets to sell. Uh, DM me." And so you DM and they go, oh, I'm, I'm gutted, I can't go. And yes. this was a friend of a friend for Deb, but anyway, for broadly. Yeah, yeah I heard. I watched the story. They're yeah. like, how much is it? And this one, it was like $1,200, which was way more inflation. But anyway. Um, but didn't that ring alarm bills if her shit No, because you'd pay anything. No, because she didn't know about the 10% rule. Oh. And also, it's happening on Facebook. You can charge whatever you want on Facebook. It's only in the Ticketek marketplace oh. where they can monitor the sale price of the ticket. So if I had a ticket in my Ticketek app. Yep. I can sell that? You can sell it through like, the Ticketek Marketplace, which right. is a legitimate you know, uh, place you to sell. And can't charge more than 10%. can't extra. charge more than 10%. But what you can margin. do, what you could do is you could say to me, yeah. oh, I'm going to charge, I'll send you 1000 bucks for the ticket. And I'll be like, I'll give you 1000 bucks, And then yeah. you can sh- you can legitimately share me the app, the ticket right. via the Ticketek app. Right. So you can, so you there do is the a deal black market. outside of Ticketek. Correct. Right, I understand. But these ones are happening on Facebook. And they're not, and, yes. and you're being emailed the ticket. a friend of a friend. And you're being yeah. emailed the ticket. It's not appearing in your Ticketek wallet. It's appearing in your Apple wallet. But did she, she would have thought though, as you said, when when it appeared in her Apple Wallet, she goes, oh, this is legit. I thought it was yeah. legit when and I saw it. This oh, is amazing. On. Yeah, wow. And so then when she she went, uh-oh. She, it was kind of when she went to thank the person and there was a bit. Was, there was this weird back and forth that she's uh, like, hang on a minute, this is weird. And then she's trying to, so because it was a friend of a friend, she's trying to ring the friend and the friend's like, oh, my God, I don't know what's happened here. Uh, and then she tracked down the girlfriend of the, of the person whose account she'd been dealing with. And they go, no, the account's been hacked. Oh, no. So wow. that's when they knew that all hell had broken loose. Yeah. She rings the bank, and luckily the person hadn't touched the money yet, so they were able to get the oh, money really? back. Oh, so she never lost the money. Didn't lose the money. Great. But, and, and I'd, but I don't, what would happen if, would you have protection, say, through PayPal? Would PayPal protect all that? Ma- no, not? because what they do, I've, I've learned this, is what they do is they make it, you know on PayPal you can sell something, but you yeah. can also just send a friend money. Yeah. There's no protection to that. Uh, selling something, yeah, there's you're protection. Bound, you're bound with protection, yeah. But when you just send someone money via email, uh, 
So, like, when I buy the iPhone, dummy, it's, like, it's like when you're it's trans- just some yeah. bloke in China with his so PayPal you, address. It's like when you transfer money through a bank account, you can't get that well, back. That's what Deb did, and so, she got it back. Really? It was a BSB wow. and account number, and the bank was able to retrieve but it. My question has always been this, right? You got this person's BSB number. Oh, I know. And account yeah. number. Can't well, you just say, get them, get them, that's them. So, my point is, we've got a Facebook account that's been hacked here, yeah. but we might also have a bank account that's been hacked. Oh, right? So right. we don't know that that, that person Mate. hasn't also been hacked. Well, doesn't that... It's a trail, though, to whoever did this thing. Yes, but all they're doing is going to a bank and withdrawing the cash. They might have... Let's say... Let's, seriously, this could happen. Let's say someone grabbed your wallet yeah. and had also been socially engineering you for the last month. So they got your wallet and they've got into your bank account and your email. So yeah. now they can get into your bank account, give people the BSB number. Now they can go to an ATM and they can withdraw the money. Yeah, right. So very hard, really, True to track them down. Bastards. So the reason I bring this up... <laughs> Is I got some data from the NAB this week. Yeah, and this is this is interesting. They say they've they've noticed a block of two hundred eighty five thousand dollars worth of ticket scams in the last three months because in the NAB app, and we've argued for this kind of thing yeah. on a, on a big scale. The NAB will warn people when it's their first transaction or potentially suspicious transaction. Yep, they'll warn people that it might be a scam, and in so they time. say yeah, yeah. that people that that warning has made people abandon $285,000 wow. worth of transactions. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Wow. And I've got to be honest, I question, so I know I'm with ComBank and ANZ. ComBank's app is very good. I think the ANZ app is, leaves a lot to be desired in this in this space. And I think that these companies have got to invest in yeah. this because we've talked about it before. The bank is it's the one be, that's the last yeah. line of defense. Absolutely right. And I think, and if you know a bank's got your back there, mm. you'll likely do business with them. I think so too. I would change banks if you knew you this one was safer than the other one. It's great that we all want immediate real-time payments, right? I yeah. get it. We want that. But yeah. f- everyone should understand the first time you give someone money, it's going to take there 24 hours. should be a cooling off period, yeah. And so I think about like my builder. You yeah. know, we're, we've got like five installments of these renovations and yeah. the deposit went through after a day and a half. Yep. But the next instalment, much bigger amount of money, went through in an instant because I'd had this I'd formed this relationship. Yeah, yeah, right. okay. So that's that's the way it should be, I think. Once you've formed a relationship, yeah. it should be... I've you know, had that. Make no, there's a guy payments. guy who came and did some work on my car and, and I said, oh, I've, I've transferred the money. He goes, I haven't seen it yet. I said, well, look, you're, you're a new uh, person for me to transfer. It's going to take 24 hours. Mm. And in that 24 hours, if I if I found out he was a, he doubted me or was a scammer, I could shut that down. Yeah. So, yeah, we need that little cooling off period. Yeah. Or maybe not. For, it should have another name for stopping an app. It's like your a, a scam scam stop, something like that. Scam stop period. Yeah. But honestly, if you th- I was with friends in Melbourne last week and they were going to Tay-Tay with mates. Yeah. And we watched the current affairs story together. She's in Melbourne That's her first one. Yeah. And I swear to God, they wouldn't show me their tickets. Oh. And I'm so nervous that they oh, bought them from someone really? wrongly. But they were, they were I think... The real reason is because they're going with friends who had extra tickets and they've just paid the, the people that were originally going to go. They've right. paid them off essentially because they There's can't go. There's a bit go. of anxiety out there. Eh? But I'm like, I'm seriously nervous for anyone who yeah. did not sit and wait two hours for a ticket yeah. and get it through the right process, through any secondary process. Check yeah. your ticket. But you know what? It's I don't a, want you to be disappointed no, at the of gate. Course, it's of sad. Course. Yeah, no, of course. But it's when you think about it, it's, it's a smart scam. People oh, are mate, people are jumping all over it, right? A lot of demand. So there's the, all mate, the factors are there to g- draw you in. If someone like we 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 were lucky, Amanda got two tickets yesterday. Unbelievable, yeah. so good. Yeah, wow. If if I came across a way like someone someone in my Facebook feed that said I've got two tickets, DM me. I'd DM them. Mm. 
But yeah. I'd, I'd find another way to... Now, I'd be like double verifying. I'd want a video phone call with them. Of course you would. Yeah. Another way of verifying yeah. that, that they me, were real. You could leave me a license until <laughs> I verify this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's still yeah. sad that scammers exist, but they are they are forever bludges. going to exist, the bludgers. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. But Two blokes uh, yeah. talking Tay-Tay. Who'd have thunk it? Shake it off. This yeah. is Two Blokes Talking Tech. <sighs> I just can't believe I'm tracking Taylor Swift's plane. I mean, it's wild, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? It's tragic. You're doing this for your daughter's benefit or just you? Yeah, just you're just so that as a dad, I can say she arrived, at, she arrived at midnight last night. Because everyone this morning was like, she's she's left for Melbourne. I'm like, she's actually left for Honolulu. She's got a fuel up there. Yeah. The uh, the right. jet, oh, the jet doesn't make it that far. Her own jet. She was on the ground. The Swifty jet. Yeah, she was on the ground for one hour in Honolulu. Yeah. She didn't go shopping. She yeah. she, just she got sat fuel on the plane. Yeah. and got out of Stretched her legs and then out you go. Yeah. yeah. I think she can stretch her legs pretty well on the plane. Got a coffee here maybe or just fresh air. Fresh air. Fresh air. Bit of Hawaiian air. Yeah. Hawaii's great. You love Hawaii. I love Hawaii. I'm going to go Have one you ever day. been? No. Take your missus, mate. When your kids are a bit older, yeah. take your missus. That's a lovely trip. Joe and I, we're, we've got a big Europe trip this year, but I reckon probably next year we might head back there. We'll see. Oh, doing very well. You know, you got to do it, mate. Plan ahead, brother. Plan ahead, mate. It's like our Europe trip, we booked it a year ago. Hmm. So it's it's there. Very good. Yeah. So All right. Get cracking, mate. See you next week, bye. Bye-bye. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.